come into play because they do. Le are born into the right family while others are born with great intelligence, and that's just the reality of how life is. However, to succeed in life, one first needs to set a goal and then gradually make it more practical. And, in addition to that, in order to get really good at something, one needs to spend at least 10,000 hours studying and practicing. To become great at certain things, it'll require even more time, time that most people won't put in. This is a big reason why many successful people advise you to do something you love. If you don't enjoy what you do, it is going to feel like unbearable pain and will likely make you quit well before you ever become good at it. When you see people exhibiting some great skills or having achieved great success, you know that they have put in a huge part of their life to get there at a huge cost. It's sometimes easy to think they got lucky or they were born with some rare talent, but thinking that way does you no good, and there's a huge chance that you're wrong anyway. Whatever you do, if you want to become great at it, you need to work day in and day out, almost to the point of addiction, and over a long period of time. If you're not willing to put in the time and work, don't expect to receive any rewards. Consistent hard work won't ensure you the level of success you may want, but it will ensure that you will become really good at whatever you put all that work into. 28 Paragraph 1 mainly talks about A. The meaning of success B. The reasons for success See the standards of success D. The importance of success. 29 in paragraph 2, the underlined word that refers to A. Setting a practical goal B. Being good at something. C. Putting in more time D. Succeeding in life. 30 successful people suggest doing what one loves because a it takes a lot of time to succeed b work makes one feel pain c one gives up his work easily d one tends to enjoy his work 31 what can we infer from paragraph 4 a. Successful people like to show their great skills. B. People sometimes succeed without luck or talent. C. People need to achieve success at the cost of life. 
D. It helps to think that luck or talent leads to success. D. Teenagers are risk-takers. Those things may not be understood by the adults around them. Are they driven by poor judgment or immature, immature, brains? In their book Wildhood, the best-selling authors Barbara Natterson Horowitz and Catherine Bowers, present findings from their five-year study on wild animal adolescence. The two performed a complete survey of age-related death in wild animals and found something truly surprising young folks are born to take risks, and with good reasons. Life on Earth for adolescent and young adult animals is just as dangerous. In the wild young animals crash, drown and starve more often than their adult animals. And they are more likely to be targeted and killed by predators, predators, dot old enough to be away from home. Ways of the World This time of life is risky for human adolescence as well. Wildlife biologists describe these unprepared creatures as predator naives. Facing death danger while still maturing is a fact of life for adolescents across species. Adolescents must have predator awareness if they are to survive. Said another way, to become safe, you must take risks. Adult bats typically flee predators such as barn owls. But adolescent bats have been seen doing the opposite flying toward them. This behavior can also be seen in other wild animals. Biologists call it predator inspection. Predator inspection provides young animals important information about their deadly predators. Familiarity with predatory strategies helps adolescents survive and even avoid future attacks. Predator inspection is one of the ways to help predator naives to become experienced predators. Studying wild animal adolescence offers a new understanding of why teenagers act the way they do. Parents should balance the search to protect with the need to let their teenagers test their wings. The research suggests that adolescents need some exposure to the dangers they will someday face on their own and without knowing that, parents' overprotection may be the riskiest behavior of all. 32. What do we know about predator naives? A. They die of hunger.
B. They are inexperienced. C. They are born to hate risks. D. They like living in the wild. 33. How can adolescents survive according to paragraph 4? A. By keeping away from dangers. B. By experiencing various dangers. C. By approaching other companions. D. By learning security experience from elders. 34. What benefit can adolescent animals get from predator inspection? A. They don't have to avoid dangers. B. They don't have to fight for food. C. They can learn about their predators. D. They can understand the value of life. 35. What can be inferred from the last paragraph? A. Refusing parents' protection benefits teenagers. B. Parents should take risks with their teenagers. C. Studying wild animal adolescence benefits human parenting. D. Parents should avoid leaving their teenagers exposed to dangers. Section 2. Five sub-questions in total. 2.5 points for each sub-question, with a full score of 12.5 points.